How you guys doing? Good. It's a pleasure and honor to be able to serve you again. You know, another Sunday, another week, another new grace and a new anointing. Uh, semestinya minggu ini, <coughs> Pastor Chris is supposed to preach, but uh, he was called uh, to serve in IFGF Pinal. Jadi, um, so I'm here. I was given another chance to finish up with my weird series. Gitu. Actually, my weird series ada empat seri. Tapi because of time, I thought I was only given uh, three weeks to uh, to complete my series. So I'm so happy, I'm so glad that I was able to finish the last part of my series. Uh, but I have a confession to make though. Saya kira tadinya, because I don't have time to finish my uh, fourth part of the series, jadi saya udah kotbain dulu di, di gereja pagi. So to those of you who have come to the morning service two weeks ago, actually I've shared it there because I felt very strongly that I need to to share that 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 message uh, to to all of you here. So I'm I'm glad that I was able to to share that with you. So today I wanna uh, share with you from the book of Genesis the the story about a young boy. Jadi uh, saya akan baca dari kejadian 37 sampai kejadian 45. So hopefully you guys have a big big lunch because uh, we're going to be here for a while. Amen. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. So there's this little boy, uh, he went to a Catholic church, he was uh, waiting for the service to start, uh, and he was looking at this wall. This wall, uh, itu banyak, banyak foto-foto, saudara. Banyak foto-foto, foto-foto, and then, uh, you know, this boy was looking, and then suddenly, the pastor came. You know, actually today, I, I, I was supposed to dress up in a Halloween costume. Uh, but I was kind of torn, gitu, yeah, what, what do I want to be? Gitu. So I decided that I'm going to be a chubby pastor today. Uh, so anyway, so there's this boy, so he, the, the pastor came, the reverend came, and he said, Hey, he's a wonderful Johnny, what are you doing here? He said, Johnny was like, I was just looking at all these photos, and I was just wondering, who are they? The pastor said, oh, those, those are the men and women that died during the service. You, you guys understand? In, in America, datang ke dalam kebaktian itu namanya, you're coming to the service. So these are the men and women who died during the service. But what it actually the reverend means is that these are the men and women who died during the army service. Lagi di dalam perang, ya kan? I just make sure that you guys understand the, the English here, okay? So the, the reverend said, these are the men and women who died on the service. And this boy Johnny was like, tercengang, mulutnya buka gede. Bingung gitu. He said, what happened Johnny? He said, these are the men and women that died during the service. How about that man on the cross? What did he do to deserve that death? It's an American joke, I think. Or it's a Sunday afternoon service. I don't know. So anyway, so today I want to share with you. Saya mau um, membagikan kepada saudara suatu cerita mengenai seorang anak yang namanya Yusuf, saudara. Okay, I know that I preached that in the morning service. That's okay. You just pretend that you're interested and engage with me. Uh, I'll be a pre- I'll, I'll, I'll appreciate that. So, seorang anak umur 17, cerita ini mulai dari kejadian 37, saudara. Siapa yang pernah dengar nama Yusuf? Alright, Yusuf itu di, di Alkitab ada beberapa, ya kan? Yang of course yang paling terkenal ada ya adalah Yusuf, bokapnya Yesus, ya kan? 
Of course itu yang paling terkenal. Tapi Yusuf yang saya mau cerita ini bukan Yusuf bokapnya Yesus. Tapi ini Yusuf anaknya Yakub, saudara. So that you guys don't get confused, oke? Okay? Jadi cerita pada sore hari ini adalah Yusuf, si Ucup, dari keluarga Yakub, bukan bokapnya Yesus, oke? Okay? You guys understand that? Oke. Okay. Jadi seorang cerita di ini adalah Yusuf adalah anak Yakub dan Lea. Yakub itu ada istri banyak, saudara. Jadi, uh, you know, sometimes in the Bible it get confused, gitu ya. Um, I don't know why uh, God allows them to have so many wives, but to of those of you guys, don't ever try to do that, okay? Uh, saya dulu pernah di dalam Bible study, saya pernah di, diajak debat, saudara, sama seorang um, brother. Dia bilang, Pastor, saya boleh nggak punya istri more than two? Hah? More than two? Dia bilang, nggak boleh dong. Gitu, monogamous relationship. Wah, oh, di Alkitab aja buktinya Yakub punya istri 5-6. Eh uh, Solomon punya istri 1000. Si ini punya istri banyak katanya. Lu punya istri satu aja udah repot, lu mau punya istri 4. Ya kan? So just you know I don't understand why the the Bible showed you know characters with many different wives. I don't understand too. God knows you can ask him why he allows some people to have more than one wife but monogamous relationship. That's how that's what we believe, okay? And all the sisters say Amen. Alright. Jadi Yakub punya istri banyak. Jadi Yakub punya istri dengan Rachel. Eh, de, uh, ya yeah, dengan Rachel. I always confused too. Oke, okay, dia Ra- Yakub punya anak dengan Rachel dan anaknya itu adalah Simeon, Reuben, Judah. Itu semua anaknya uh, Yakub dan Rachel. Lalu Yakub juga punya anak dengan Leah, yaitu Yusuf dan Benjamin, Saudara. So uh, so you can you can kind of see the family relationship, oke? Okay? Nah, satu hari Yusuf itu punya mimpi, Saudara. Yusuf punya mimpi dan dia ini sebagai anak yang umur 17, you know, it's nice to be 17, you know. I I would love to be 17 again. Because when you are 17, you can say things without thinking and people will forgive you. But if you are 37, you say things without thinking, you'll be in big trouble, okay? So so Yusuf umur 17, dia punya mimpi. Lalu dia cerita kepada kakak-kakaknya. Dia Yusuf itu is one of the young youngest Children in the family, dia cerita sama kakak-kakaknya. Hey, koko-koko, brother-brothers. Dia bilang, aku punya mimpi. Gitu. Ini bukan Martin Luther King ya. Ini Yusuf. Jadi Martin Luther King kopi sama Yusuf. Jadi Yusuf bilang, I have a dream. Katanya. Katanya, What's your dream? Gitu. My dream is that all of you, as my older brother, will bow down before me. Siapa yang di sini punya kakak dan adik? Siapa yang punya kan? Pernah mikir gak kalau kakak dan adik saudara ngomong gitu sama saudara? What would you do? Satu hari adik kamu yang paling kecil gitu, apalagi yang imut paling kecil. Koko, cici, satu hari aku punya mimpi. Satu hari nanti kamu akan tunduk di depanku dan hormat sama aku. Kurang ajar lo, mau gue tabokin. Iya kan? Pasti. Pasti. Brother and sister relationship are like that, iya kan? Of course, kakak-kakaknya Yusuf itu pada marah dong. Dia bilang kurang ajar nih adik tiri kita nggak tahu diri. Lalu mereka berkumpul tuh kakak-kakaknya Ruben, uh, uh, apa Simeon, semua tuh Judas semua berkumpul. Dia bilang you know what? I had had enough of this little kid. We're going to do a plot. Kita akan do a plot. And you know what's the best plot? We will sell him. Kita jual dia. Kita akan jual dia sebagai hamba. Katanya. Wah ada debat di situ. Ruben, salah satu kakak-kakak uh, daripada Yusuf, Ruben itu sebetulnya hatinya agak lembut. Dia bilang, you know what, mungkin pukulin aja deh. Atau enggak, jitakin aja. Atau enggak, do a prank. Tapi 
don't sell him. I think it's a bit too much kalau kita jual dia. Tapi Judah, you know, namanya aja Judah, Judah, ya kan? Siapa di sini yang namanya Judah? Pasti keker kan namanya aja Judah. Judah bilang, no. We have decided we're going to sell him as a slave. Yeah. Hamba, pembantu, sudah. Tahu nggak? Gampang kan kalau sama orang Indonesia, kalau jelasin in the, in the morning service, I have to explain a little bit more what is slave, what does slave do. Because a lot of the international student never see slave, never see pembantu. Tapi kita sebagai orang Indonesia, we know pembantu cuma bedanya. The slave during that time have no rights, saudara. Do you know that? They have no rights. Saya ini baru pulang nih, dari Indonesia bulan Februari. Hebat loh sekarang di Indonesia. Pembantu-pembantu di Indonesia sekarang udah punya cellphone. Pembantu saya punya cellphone, saya kaget. Lagi di dapur dia dia apa cellphone-nya ada di situ. Saya pikir cellphone siapa ketinggalan di dapur. Kata cellphone saya katanya. Wow, pembantu sekarang udah punya cellphone. Tapi di zaman dulu hamba jangan kata cellphone. Harga diri pun enggak ada. Rights juga enggak ada. You cannot vote, you cannot do anything. Kalau zaman sekarang pembantu katanya, Lebaran gue mau pulang sebulan. Vacationnya aja sebulan. Kita kerja jadi manager di sini cuma two weeks vacation. Pembantu di Indonesia four weeks vacationnya. Iya kan? Jadi pembantu di Indonesia memang punya hak, tapi pembantu yang diceritakan di Alkitab nggak punya hak. Dia itu seperti sugar. Do you know sugar? Seperti salt. Jadi bisa di trading kayak commodity. Seperti kebo, saudara. You know? Itulah pembantu zaman dulu kayak begitu. Jadi dia bisa di trade gitu. Ah, Uh, you know what, kayaknya gue uh, bulan ini nggak ada duit bayar kredit. Lu ambilnya salah satu pembantu gue, mau yang mana? Ambil pembantunya. Jadi pembantu saat itu nggak ada rights, nggak ada um, keenakannya. Saya juga cerita, kemarin ini lagi saya pergi ke Hongkong, hari Sabtu, saudara. Oh di Hongkong itu, di downtown Hongkong, itu kalau udah hari Sabtu jalanan pada ditutup-tutup, saudara. Dan itu pembantu-pembantu Indonesia, pembantu-pembantu Filipina, semua kayak ngadain retreat di jalanan di Hongkong. Pembantu-pembantu zaman sekarang masih enak, saudara. Masih bisa pergi jalan-jalan hari Sabtu. Wah mereka bawa uh, tiker gitu ya, bawa punya nasi, punya ber, punya bekal dan sebagainya. Terus punya bawa radio lagi pada joget-joget di, Hong, di downtown Hong Kong di Chim Sacoy, tahu kan? Di Chonghuan di sana pada joget-joget. Saya pikir, wow, pembantu zaman sekarang hebat banget nih. Terus kalau keluar bawa tasnya juga nggak kalah loh. Chanel juga ada, Gucci juga ada, ya nggak tahu deh kalau itu belinya dari ladies market atau dari, tapi at least dia meng... pembantu tuh tahu keren juga, tahu nggak? Tapi di zamannya Yusuf pembantu tuh nggak ada yang namanya keren, bisa makan hari ini aja udah terima kasih, nggak dipenggal aja kepalanya udah terima kasih, tangan jarinya nggak dicopot terima kasih, okay. Yusuf mau dijual, can you imagine Yusuf itu adalah anak Yakub, anak bapak iman kita, saudara. You understand that? He is the son of Jacob. Jacob is the anointed one. He is the father of our faith. Ini anaknya mau dijual jadi hamba. Akhirnya betul juga karena kakaknya udah kesel sama dia, dijual jadi hamba. Lalu dia diambil sama yang namanya tuannya Potifar. Lagi dia diambil, dia itu tukang ngepel gitu ya di dalam rumah. Mungkin dia punya tampang kayak saya gini kali kayak mamas boy gitu ya, agak putih-putih gitu. Jadi dikasihnya kerjanya di dalam rumah gitu. Lagi dia ngepel dekat kamarnya si tantenya Potifar, istrinya daripada uh, bosnya. Tiba-tiba ini si tante memang udah nggak tahu gatel atau gimana gitu. Tiba-tiba ngelihat, teng, wow, atraktif juga nih si Yusuf. Langsung deh mulai deh. Ya kan? Minta nih ceritanya. Tapi Yusuf, aduh ingetnya jalan di situnya doang dong. Ingat firmannya juga dong. 
Kejadian berapa saudara? 37, amin. Udah nggak ingat semua nih. Tapi Yusuf, ini penting nih, jangan ingetin yang situ aja doang. This next line is very important. Tapi Yusuf, dia adalah anak Tuhan. He is a man of faith. He is a man that have close relationship with God. He, even though despite of what is happening with his circumstances, he never give up on God. He always stay faithful to the cause that God has called him. Jadi suatu dia di terer gitu-gitu ya. You know, brother, you no matter how strong you are, no matter how holy you are, when a girl start doing that to you, what is the best cause of action? Huh? Lari, run. That's the best option because no matter how strong you are, kamu nggak bakal bisa tantang sama situ tante. Pasti, ya kan? Gak bisa. Harus lari, saudara. Jadi Yusuf ini lari, saudara. Nah, namanya tante yang sudah tidak dipuaskan kebutuhannya. Ya kan? Tante yang tidak dipuaskan kebutuhannya sama pria yang masih kelaparan kurang lebih sama tipenya. Marah-marah terus bawaannya. Apa itu namanya? Frustrasi, ya kan? Kalau saya lagi kelaparan gitu, frustrasi. Mukanya hitam langsung. Pas dikasih babi, langsung senang lagi. Ya kan? Frustrasi. Tante ini kata kurang ajar. Memang gua cukup cantik. Memang gua udah tua. Memang you know dia punya pikiran kurang ajar. You know what? He's going to pay for it. He's going to pay for what he had done. Lalu dihianat dia. Dia tante ini bilang sama suaminya dia bilang, "Tahu enggak? He molested me. He touched me." gitu. Suaminya juga bego lagi. Dia percaya aja gitu ya. Langsung suaminya panggil polisi. Ya, zaman itu mungkin namanya beda, tapi I rephrase it in the modern world. Panggil polisi, lalu polisinya panggil dia karena dia tidak punya hak. Jadi dia nggak dimasukin ke court. Do you guys understand? There's no court proceeding for hamba. Ambil, tangkap, masuk penjara. Now, guys, udah dijual sama kakaknya, suatu pengkhianatan yang sakit. Sekarang dibitray dengan tante Girang, masuk penjara. Eh, bener nggak ngomongnya salah ya? Bener kan? Masuk penjara. Situasi dia dari parah sampai parah, saudara. From worse to worse. Can you imagine having go, to go through a life like Joseph? Pikiran Yusuf itu apa sih? Mungkin pikiran Yusuf, why God? Ya kan? Why did you put me in such a situation? I am a son of the anointed one. I'm the son of the father of faith, Jacob. I am a son of a wealthy family. Kok tiba-tiba bisa jadi begini kehidupanku Tuhan? Mungkin di dalam hati Yusuf, mungkin Yusuf juga bisa bisa bilang dia bilang apa? You know what? Heck God. You are so unfaithful to me. You are so unkind to me. I'm just going to leave you. But the Bible never say that. You know the Bible never say that Joseph did that, right? Yusuf tidak melakukan itu, tapi Yusuf tetap setia. Suatu Yusuf di penjara, Yusuf itu juga melayani Dia layani itu tukang-tukang penjara. Dia layani, dia kasih you know, firman Tuhan, dia dia doakan, dia interpret dream, you know God give him revelation and wisdom. Jadi kalau kalau apa kalau kalau penjaga penjaranya ini lagi lagi ada mimpi-mimpi buruk gitu ya, paranormal activity di sininya, panggil Yusuf datang. Yusuf, interpret my dream. Kenapa nih? Aku nggak bisa tidur nih karena mimpinya yang serem-serem kayak begini gitu. Lalu Yusuf itu interpret, interpret. Satu hari suatu lagi dia interpretasi, dia itu disukai. Jadi dia naik ranknya. 
naik, naik, naik. Satu hari dia terdengar dengan Pharaoh, raja daripada Mesir. By the way, I tell you that dia itu dijual di Mesir. Oke, okay, dia dijual di Mesir, oke. Okay? Dia dijual di Mesir, lalu dia dipenjara di Mesir. Lalu satu hari, Raja Mesir dengar. Dia bilang, eh, hey, you know what? I also have a bad dream. I have a nightmare. I have a dream that I don't understand and I need somebody to interpret for me. Lagi zaman dulu itu, itu very normal to have a dream interpretation. Oke. Okay? Nah, banyak orang-orang pinter dipanggil sama Vero, tapi nggak ada satupun yang bisa interpretasikan mimpinya si Vero ini. Sampai si Yusuf. Lalu Yusuf kasih interpretasi kepada kepada rajanya. Lalu rajanya senang and he gained favor. You know God is wonderful. Even though all these things that Joseph has gone through. You know that's why the series is called weird. Sometimes God bring us into a weird situation, into a weird circumstances. But for a reason and I will, I'll continue the story and you will see what's the reason for Joseph to go through that. So Pharaoh bilang, "You know what? I like you." You are going to be a mighty man and I'm going to promote you. Dipromosi, saudara. He became the prime minister of Egypt. He is the ruler of Egypt. He is the most powerful person in Egypt. Jadi, dari anaknya Yakub, anaknya orang kaya, turun terus sampai penjara, sampai udah low of the law, jadi hamba. Sekarang tiba-tiba naik for, for the, to become the ruler of Egypt. And the story continue in Genesis 42. And this is where the story began to become very interesting as it unravel. And the drama starts to happen, right? Remember, I, I promise you that the Bible is full of drama, very exciting. This is where the drama it starts to happen. And God is going to uh, use some dramatical ploy in all this situation, okay? And I think Hollywood also copy from this, okay? In, in Genesis 42, firman Tuhan katakan bahwa di, di sekitar Mesir dan termasuk negara Mesir itu mengalami kelaparan yang luar biasa, saudara. Sama seperti di Somalia. Kelaparan yang sungguh dahsyat Dan kelaparan ini sudah diprediksi tujuh tahun lamanya. Somalia baru satu bulanan, saudara. Somalia baru satu bulanan yang mati itu akan jutaan, saudara. You know, in the next uh, couple weeks, they said that it could be up to two million people that will die. From starvation because of the great famine in Somalia. And here in Mesir, di, di, di negara Mesir, tujuh tahun, saudara, famine-nya. So it's very hungry. And the household of Jacob, remember Jacob, the father of uh, Yusuf, habis makanannya. Lalu mereka lagi pada kumpul di satu keluarga. Wah, gimana ini? Masa kita mati begini aja? Punya si emas, punya si harta, tapi nggak bisa digigit, nggak bisa dimakan, saudara. Ya kan? Tapi salah satu anaknya dibilang, you know what daddy, I heard that di Mesir, di central government di Mesir, itu mereka lagi bagi-bagiin makanan. Asal kita punya uang, bayar mereka ada makanan. Lalu bapaknya bilang, then what are you looking for? Go, go and get food. Jadi anak-anaknya itu kakak-kakaknya Yusuf semua pack dia, dia silver and dia gold and dia everything and they go. Mereka sama-sama rame-rame ke Mesir, saudara. Lalu ketemu. Nah saat itu, nah the ploy is to happen. Langsung dia pakai si Yusuf ini tahu dia ngelihat kakak-kakaknya lagi datang. Yusuf itu langsung pakai topeng, saudara. You know topengnya canggih sekali ini pasti, saudara. You know it's like a film apa tuh face off gitu. Jadi orang jahat seperti orang baik, orang baik jadi orang pokoknya dia udah pakai. Sehingga pas kakak-kakaknya datang, nggak ketahuan, nggak tahu bahwa itu Yusuf. Dia cuma tahu ini adalah perdana menteri Mesir. Mereka tunduk, of course harus tunduk karena ini perdana menteri Mesir, ya kan? So what do you want? He said, Sir, Your Highness, Your Honor, we want food. Because my father, my old father Jacob is old, hungry, and his household has no more food. You know, Joseph, remember Joseph knows 
that they are the brothers, but the brothers doesn't know them. See the ploy? Did you see? It's very theatri- theatrical, yeah, kan? Oh, God is very creative here. Very theatrical. Did you see that? I hope you saw that, right? So, lalu, lalu Yusuf bilang, you know what? Fine. I will give you food. Dia bilang, wah, thank you so much. Thank you, gitu ya. Mereka nyembah-nyembah sama si Yusuf. Do you remember the dream, by the way? A few chapters before? What is the dream of Joseph? It's all the brothers will come and what? And bow down to him. And what is the brothers doing? Bowing down. Isn't that amazing? So anyway, dia bawa pulang makanannya. He said, wait a minute. Joseph tahu nih. Dia bilang, wah, what happened to my brother? Ingat gak, dia punya adik lagi. Yang ini kakak-kakak tiri, tapi dia masih punya adik asli. Namanya siapa? Benyamin, ya kan? Oh, what is happening to my brother? My little brother, Benjamin. Is he going to be sold to as a slave? Or is he killed already by these crazy brothers? So Joseph bilang, you know what? Wait a minute. Before you go, you, come up. What's your name? Belaga kan ceritanya. Dia mah tahu itu Simeon. What's your name? Simeon, sir. God, tangkap dia. Simeon ditangkap, saudara. Adik-adiknya semua. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What happened? We give you the money. We give you the silver, the gold. Why did you catch my brother? He said, you know what? I'm going to hold him hostage, Simeon. And you, the next time you come back to get more food, I want you to bring Benjamin with you. Bawa si Benjamin. I want to see Benjamin, your youngest brother. Ditangkap, lalu dia pulang. Wah, si Judah ini resah rasanya. Baru pergi sekali, dapat makanan, adik hilang satu. Eh, adik, uh, sorry, koko hilang satu. Simeon tuh kokonya, kokonya hilang satu. Waduh, repot nih nih. Mereka pulang, mereka harus lapor. Yakub ini udah tua, saudara. Kata, uh, Judah, uh, where is my other son? Uh, Daddy, uh, Simeon is being uh, captured here in exchange for food. <laughs> Jacob, oh my God. Sampai gemeteran, udah tua kan soalnya kan. Oh, what happened? I cannot lose another son. I have already lost Joseph and I haven't recovered from losing Joseph. Sambil gemeteran ya kan. Udah tua loh ini. Yakub ini udah seratusan umurnya. Lalu, that's it right? There's nothing you can do. You know, when the prime minister catch you, what can you do? There's nothing you can do. Bulan berbulan jalan, makanan juga makin lama makin menipis. Mereka lapar lagi. Makanan habis lagi. Sekarang Yakub bilang, what shall we do? We're going to die from hunger. Lalu Judah bilang, Dad, why don't we go back to Egypt and buy more food? No, 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 no. You go back, I'm going to lose another son. I cannot do that. Gitu. There's no other way. We have to go. Kita harus ke Mesir. Kalau enggak kita akan mati semua satu keluarga. Ah, si Joseph, eh, si Yakub ini pikir, ah, gimana ya? Ah, fine, fine. But be careful. Don't let them capture your brother again. But daddy, I forgot to tell you one thing. Apa? Um, we have to bring Benjamin too. Oh no, why? He's my youngest boy, he's my daddy's boy and mommy's boy. Jangan bawa Benjamin. Uh, I'm sorry, that's the agreement. If we want to come back again and get food, we need to bring Benjamin. Oh man, I knew it. Setiap kali kita pergi dapat makanan, pasti anaknya hilang satu. Oh, with a big hug to Benjamin, with a with a with you know, dengan hati yang berat, let go. And Judah said this. And do you remember just now? Judah is the one that is the mastermind of the sales of Yusuf. Do you remember that? Atau cuma ingatnya yang teng 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 doang lagi. 
Ingat kan? So Judah is the brother, the mastermind untuk jual si Yusuf. Reuben is the one yang tidak mau jual Yusuf. So don't get confused. So Judah step up. They bilang, you know what daddy? I know you have been very sad. I know your heart has been uh, mournful gitu ya. But daddy, I want to guarantee you as a bigger brother, I'm going to bring Benjamin back. No matter what, I will bring Benjamin back. I guarantee you with my life, I will bring Benjamin back. Jacob said, you know what? Fine, bring Benjamin back. So dia pergi. Ketemu lagi, nah Yusuf pakai lagi. Dia punya topeng lagi. Mereka bow down again, right? Nah di dalam kamar sewaktu Yusuf ngeliat si Benjamin, he immediately know that I think his brother has a change of heart. Dia tahu bahwa kakak-kakaknya ini mungkin udah mulai bertobat, sudah mulai berubah hidupnya. Buktinya si Benjamin gak dibunuh atau gak dijual. Tapi there's one more test that Joseph wants to do to Judah. Dia bilang gini, you know what? Fine. God, take this guy. Benjamin ditangkap, saudara. Si Judah bilang, wow, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Your honor, your highness, my father is old. And it is with great hardness that he asked us to go and get food. And I made a promise upon my life that I will bring Benjamin back. Your Honor, please do not capture Benjamin. They bilang, but instead capture me. They bilang, tuker aku yang ditangkap, Benjamin yang pulang. Wow. Joseph's heart melts. He feel like crying. Not feel like crying, actually he did cry. He cried so loud that almost the, the whole government of Mesir itu dengar dia punya tangisan. Dia lalu, sambil buka gini, mungkin orang-orang bilang, wow, what happened here? <laughs> Gila nih. <laughs> Langsung dia buka topengnya. Dia bilang, hey, look up, it's me, your brother, Joseph. Kaget semua saudara mereka, sujud dan mereka kaget. Dia bilang, you know what? Katanya, how's my father? Is he doing okay? How's my mother? Is she, do- is she doing okay? Everybody okay? You know what? I miss you guys. Da, 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 da. And that's where the story I want you to read. Okay, Genesis 45. Do you have your Bible, by the way? Genesis, Genesis 45. And here's, here's what it says. Okay, Genesis 41, verse 1. Just cepat kan? Saya udah janji. It's already 45, you know. Genesis 45. Then Joseph... Genesis chapter 45 verse 1. Genesis gampang kan di depan bukunya. First chapter of the Bible. Genesis 45 verse 1. Then Joseph could not control himself before all those who stood by him and he cried, Have everyone go out from me. So there was no man with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. Saya gak bohong loh. Dia beneran pakai topeng, saudara. He wept so loudly that the Egyptian heard him And the household of Pharaoh heard it too. Then Joseph said to his brother, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brother could not answer him, for they were dismayed at his presence. Kaget, boy. Then verse 4, Then Joseph said to his brothers, Please come closer to me. And they came closer. And he said, I am your brother, Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. Did Joseph remember that he was sold into Egypt by his brother? Absolutely. You know, that's why saya, nih, saya pribadi nih ya. I, I don't know about you guys. Saya pribadi, I never agree with the statement, forgive and forget. You can never forget. Believe me. 
How can you forget? Come on, guys. You have a brain. Unless you cut part of that brain, then you can forget. You will never forget. But it does not mean that you cannot forgive. Forgiving is not about forgetting. Forgiving is about remembering, but it never take effect on your life. That is forgiving. Okay? Jadi jangan, ah, I can never forget and therefore I will never forgive. Jangan gitu dong. Gak bakalan forgive, forgive kalau gitu. Because you still have a brain. Unless you go vegetable, baru bisa lupa, ya yeah, kan? But Joseph recognized and acknowledged the brother that I remember. I remember you sold me as a slave. I remember. But next statement, okay? Now, verse 5, do not be grieved or angry with yourself because you sold me here. Okay, if you guys only remember two things today, the and this thing you need to remember, okay, the next line. Please, for God sent me here before you to preserve life. Wow. Selama ini Yusuf dari anak Yakub anak orang kaya lalu dijual lalu di, dicobakan dimasuk dikhianati masuk penjara dan semuanya itu karena Tuhan yang mengatur kehidupan dia to do what to preserve life verse 6 for the famine has been in the land these two years and there are still five years in which they will be neither plowing nor harvesting verse 7 And again, remember this. God sent me here before you to preserve for you a remnant in the earth and to keep you alive by a great deliverance. Verse 8. Now therefore, it was not you who, who sent me here, but God. You have to understand that you are here not because of accident, bukan kebetulan saudara ada di sini, bukan kecelakaan saudara ada di sini, tapi Tuhan yang mengirim saudara ada di sini. Whether you believe it or not, whether you like it or not. Yes, maybe some of you come to here, especially this at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, to a church like this. Maybe you don't like it. Maybe it's nicer to watch football at home. Believe me, I also want to watch football at home. <laughs> But God sent you here for a purpose. And the purpose is to preserve life. To preserve life and God, maybe today, today, saudara mungkin belum melihat bagaimana Tuhan akan pakai saudara, kehidupan saudara, saudara dipilih di di Seattle. Maybe some of you di Indonesia-nya udah udah kirim-kirim uh, apa uh, application universitas California, Florida, Hawaii, you know. Uh, terus papanya bilang udah cobain masukin Seattle karena teman-teman bilang bagus. Ah, masukin Seattle lah. Eh, nggak taunya yang diterima Seattle. Pas saudara tiba di Seattle, oh my God, is this America? Oh, this is kampung di Jawa Timur. Kaget. Terus ini apa sih? Hujan melulu, cloudy melulu, dingin melulu, basah melulu, becek melulu, kayak di pasar. Papa, nggak mau nih aku sekolah di sini. Aku maunya sekolah di Oakland. Aku mau sekolah di LA. Aku mau sekolah di Bay Area. Aku mau sekolah di Miami. Aku mau sekolah di Honolulu. Not Seattle, tapi papa kamu bilang no, gak bisa. Karena di LA itu banyak tant- banyak apa namanya temptation. Nanti potifarnya banyak katanya. <laughs> Seattle aja katanya. Kamu cembutut datang naik FAR, tiba pas dari luar lihat aja tuh pap, udah mau deket airportnya aja masih gak kelihatan. <laughs> Gara-gara awan. 
I hate it here. <laughs> Tapi, no choice. No money, no choice. <laughs> Bokap's money, Bokap's choice. Mau nggak mau sekolah di Seattle? Udah, kerjanya hujan mulu, pilek mulu. <laughs> I hate it. I don't like it here. But do you know that whether you like it or not, yeah, I have a good news for you. Is that you are here because God has sent you here. Whether you believe it or not, God has sent you here. And today you might not see the purpose of you being sent to this gloomy city. But one day, just like Joseph, they said, you know what? God sent me here to preserve life. Wow. Saya, saya dulu, I, I told this story in the morning service and I, I hope you don't mind I tell this story again. Saya punya, saya, I graduated, you guys know, I graduated from the best university, right? Now, of course, everybody knows that. From the University of Oregon. They have one of the best uh, football team too. They just won yesterday. Uh, uh, the Ducks, right? The Oregon Ducks. Siapa yang nggak suka sekolahan udah bagus, maskotnya Donald Bebek. Saya pilih sekolah itu gara-gara maskotnya Donald Bebek. Period, udah. The best, like a Disneyland. Maskotnya aja Donald Bebek. Kalau saudara ke Yuda Bookstore, pernah nggak lihat ada Mickey Mouse? Nggak pernah. Kalau saya di bookstore-nya di UFO, Donald Bebek datang. Salaman sama saya. Make me happy. I choose University of Oregon because this best university. I graduated with a Bachelor of Finance. Sangat potensial. Nggak, nggak jelek juga. Saya punya GPA di atas tiga. Oke? Okay? Not too bad lah. Come on. Right, not to, hey, remember University of Oregon to susah, okay? I graduated from a uni, from the best university. I graduated from one of the best major, which is finance. And when I graduated, I have a dream that I will work like in the Wall Street. I will work in my financial industry and I will make millions of dollars and I will let those occupy Seattle protest against me because I make so much money. That's my dream. So I send application. You know what's my first job? Kalau yang udah pernah denger jangan ngomong ya. Remember, potensialnya tinggi. GPA di atas 3,0. Finance major from the University of Oregon. Yang maskotnya Donald Bebek. What more you want? Ini yang orang cari. Ini yang employer bakalan ngemis-ngemis. Solomon Smith Barnes lagi saat itu. Less apa Charles Schwab. Wow, all this company send all this for weeks. Not even one beg me to come to work for them. Not even one call me to beg me to come work for them. Akhirnya saya dapat telepon. I was so excited. Suruh dipanggil saya. Saya pergi interview langsung dapat kerjaannya. I knew it. Karena gua orang yang paling qualified. Langsung bosnya bilang, Monday you come, jangan lupa pakai dasi. Oh, of course. Prestigious job, of course pakai dasi. Irwan, don't forget, wear suit. Of course. Saya pakai suit, pakai dasi, saya disuruh duduk di kelas, saudara. Saya disuruh duduk di kelas, lagi mau di train. My first job is selling vacuum cleaner. Selling vacuum cleaner. That's my first job. 
So I, I finished my training, and the first thing that I need to do is open Yellow Pages. I know that right now you guys don't know what is Yellow Pages, but Yellow Pages is like a Google, but it's made into a book. So basically, okay, begitu, okay? Okay, Irwan, which alphabet do you want to start? J. Go J. James Smith. Call James Smith. Hi, my name is Irwan. I'm from the Rainbow uh, Vacuum Cleaner Company. I want to... I want to take 15 minutes of your time and it will change your your health, blah, 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 blah. Udah ada scriptnya. Tahu nggak? For 100 call, only one people yang say, sure, I'll give you 15 minutes. Saya akhirnya dapat, saudara. After 100 call, saya dapat. Saya bawa tuh. Teng-tengannya segede gini nih, beratnya. Satu begini, satu lagi juga sama gedenya kayak begini. Dua teng-tengan saya bawa ke rumah. Pas buka, 70-something years old woman. Waduh, ini bisa ngerti nggak nih ya? Saya juga deg-degan nih. Saya, I prepare everything. Saya duluk, ma'am, do you have asthma? I say, ah, not really. He say, can you take me your vacuum cleaner? Suruh bawa keluar vacuum cleanernya dia. Dia bawa keluar tuh vacuum cleaner yang tua tuh, yang ada bagnya. You guys know that? Bawa bagnya. Of course, remember I was trained already, so I have to do this drama. Jadi saya buat drama, saudara. Bayangin, I graduated from the best university. With a finance major, GPA 3.0 and above. Sekarang saya suruh main drama, saudara. Saya duduk di box saya. Ma'am, please take a seat. Saya suruh duduk. So saya duduk. Ah, saya bilang, ma'am, can you please apa uh, vacuum cleanernya? Backnya itu madep ke atas. Jadi vacuum cleanernya madep ke atas. Lalu saya tilt vacuum cleanernya itu biar madep ke dia jadinya. Jadi she was sitting. Lalu saya ada lampu, saudara. Lampu sorot. Okay, ma'am, are you ready? Saya nyalain lampu sorotnya, turn it on. Wah, pas dia nyalain, you guys know, right, what I'm talking about, the vacuum cleaner yang ada backnya itu, what, when you turn it on, what will it do? <tuh> itu bakalan keluar, semua abunya itu keluar. Jadi bagi saudara yang vacuum pakai, pakai vacuum kayak begitu, mendingan gak usah vacuum. Karena the moment you turn on the vacuum, itu the abu, ab, apa, asap-asap dan abu dari kotoran yang dari backnya itu, keluar ke udara. And you can see it from my light. Pas dia nyalain lampunya, terus pas dia nyalain vacuumnya, pff, langsung saya. Dia matiin, lalu saya, ma'am, you live like this every day? Oh, dia juga kaget kan, dia bilang, oh my goodness, this is not good for your health, do you know that? But don't worry ma'am, I have good news for you today. My vacuum, it's called the rainbow vacuum. Saya keluarin. Wuh, kayak Bentley, man. Vacuum saya harganya $1,400. $1,400. Saya aja nggak percaya sama tuh vacuum. But I have to sell it. Saya keluarin. Waduh, itu matanya dia udah kayak ngeliat mobil Bentley, tau gak lo? Waduh. Saya lihat, ma'am. Saya bilang, saya pakai lampu. Now turn it on. Mesinnya hebat, Hemi engine Ma'am, isn't it wonderful to see that while you're vacuuming The dust that your old vacuum created is being sucked into my vacuum Jadi vacuum cleaner saya itu bukan aja bisa vacuum karpet Sambil vacuum karpet, sambil bersihin udara di kamar Wah luar biasa, dia juga langsung wow luar biasa Not yet ma'am, not yet, one more Saya keluarin dari kantong lavender how many of you know that I love lavender? Because lavender can reduce stress. Saya masukin ke airnya, vacuumnya langsung the whole room smell like the lavender. Langsung saya bilang, ma'am, take a deep breath now. 
Wonderful, isn't it? Don't you want it? Wah, mem itu udah, kayaknya udah pengen nih. Kata, sure, how much is it? 1,400. What? Kata, no, 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 that's too expensive. Kata, okay, thank you, ma'am. Lalu saya pack. I pack all my stuff, clean up my stuff, and go. And I have to go back to the office to do a report. Every de- demo that I make, saya harus pulang ke kantor, make report. My boss yell at me like crazy. Yell at me like crazy. Dia bilang, Irwan, why did you call? Kata, next time when they say no, when you do not make a sale, call the office. I do not want to hear no. There is no no. Waduh, saya baru tahu. Ternyata I, every home that I go, I was expected to sell. Saya nggak bisa keluar with a no. That's how tough it is. And you, you guys have to understand, I don't have a paycheck. I only paid when I sold. Kalau saya jual satu vacuum, saya dapat 250 dollar. That's my commission. Waduh, ternyata dia track-track saya, saya di-train lagi, di-train lagi. Lalu saya make that 100 phone call. Remember that 100 phone call? I got another appointment. Saya nyetir lagi saat itu udah jam 6 sore. Saya nyetir, nyetir. Mana sih ini rumahnya di dalam di dalam hutan-hutan di Eugene, Oregon gitu. I tiba di satu trailer. Saya bilang, "Great. Now I'm selling a $1400 vacuum to a $1000 trailer. My vacuum cleaner can eat the trailer." But I saya nggak bisa pul nggak bisa bilang, "Ah, oh, you know what? Udahlah pulang aja." Remember, my boss will yell at me again. Ya terpaksa, do demo. Pas saya masuk, ya ampun. Itu kalau bahasa Jakartanya, astagfirullahaladzim. Ini pernah di vacuum kan nih, uh, karpet gitu ya. Ada kucingnya, ada tikusnya, ada macem-macemnya gitu. Waduh, I hate this job. I'm a finance major from the University of Oregon. 3.0 GPA and above. Why am I doing this? I hate my job. Tapi I have to do the demo. So, sir, sit down, sit down. Please take your vacuum cleaner. I have no vacuum cleaner. Dia nggak punya vacuum cleaner. Dalam pikiran gue, kalau dia nggak punya vacuum cleaner, how am I going to do drama? Batuk-batuk tadi kayak gitu, efeknya kan kenceng. Gak bisa sekarang. Jadi gimana? Ya udah do the vacuum. So I did my demo with my staff. Wah, bersih. Of course bersih. Karpet dia nggak pernah dibersihin. Dan gue cucinya setengah mati itu bersihinnya. So anyway, sir, would you like to buy? Of course, no. Then, okay, okay sir. I have to make a phone call. Pertama kali ini saya make a phone call. Wow, this is what I, why how I learn sales is from that that boss. And every time I have sales people come to sell to me, I know their tricks. I know what they're going to say. I learn it all from my boss. And I'm going to give you some tips. Okay? Saya telepon ke bos saya. Bos, I've already done demo. Uh, saya kasih profilnya dulu. Uh, he's a single single man uh, with lots of dogs, lots of cats, lots of Uh, rats uh, in a trailer, blah 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 blah. Uh, he said no. He said, my boss said, ask him why no. He said, oh sir, why not? He said, I have no money. Uh, he has no money. <laughs> They bilang, okay, Irwan, ask him to put his hand in his pocket and take out whatever money he has in his pocket. No, sir, take out, uh, put your hands in your pocket, take out your money, just dia keluarin two dollar fifty cents. My boss bilang. Take that two dollar fifty cents and make the deal today. Deal, sir. For two dollar fifty cents today, you will own the greatest vacuum cleaner on earth. And please sign here. Your payment is your monthly payment is fifty dollars a month for the next sixty months. Blah, 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 blah. Cabut. I got my two hundred fifty dollar, but I hate my. 
job because I'm deceiving people. They don't have money. Saya ada satu lagi kasus, saya pergi, saya telepon bos saya. Why not? No money. When do you have the money? After Christmas. Deal! You will get this vacuum cleaner for free today. And your monthly payment will start after Christmas. I hate this job because I am a finance major. I'm supposed to work for Wall Street. I'm supposed to be protested by those occupied Seattle because I make so much money. But I don't. I lasted there for a whopping two months. And I saw a whopping two vacuum cleaners. And I make a whopping $500 for two months. Guys, you have to remember, if your math is right and my math is right, I get a paycheck for a Bachelor of Finance graduate, a $250 paycheck per month. Is that right? My math is right? $250. And you have to remember, I have to pay for my gas. Because every time I go to people's house, I pay for my own gas. This is not going to cut it for me. I still have to pay rent. And my dad, being very smart, he said, oh, you got a job already? I'm not going to send you any more money. But dad, listen first. My job does not give me money. <laughs> Please send me more money. <laughs> my dad say, no more money. Because I, if you want to learn to be successful, you must learn to swim when you are sinking. Waduh, punya bokap kayak gini, berapa ini? Tahu aja, tahu enggak? Itu kesannya kayaknya saya udah mau keluar dari air, papa saya bilang, celup lagi lo sana. <laughs> Rasanya kayak begitu, tahu enggak? I quit my job. <laughs> And I feel very hurtful because I have future. You have a future, right? You are going to graduate from University of Oregon, University of Washington, uh, Seattle University, CDU, all this wonderful school here in the city of Seattle. And you have this potential. You want to work for Wall Street so that those Occupy Seattle people can protest against you. jualan vacuum. So I quit. And then my next job is a night auditor for Ramada in hotel. At first I was very excited because when I was told the night auditor job, it's something to do with accounting. Yeah, accounting pretty close. Pretty close. Ramada in pretty big name. Nggak taunya, saudara. My job start from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. And that night auditor job is only one of the jobs because in the whole hotel, I'm the only person there. I'm the security guard. I'm the front desk, I'm the night auditor, I'm the room service. Jadi kalau malam-malam lagi lagi do my books gitu ya, cicit, cicit, dengar suara kriket gitu ya, kayaknya udah serem banget tau gak lu. Dan lagi zaman dulu, you guys, yeah, of course I don't want to tell you which year I work there, but at that time there's no Facebook. Saudara. So when you're bored, what do you do? You read book. And when you read book at 3 a.m. in the morning, you know you're going to sleep. And this is on the job, guys. And sometimes they call and say, I want warm milk. Dalam hati gua, why can't you drink cold milk? I have to go to the kitchen in the dark and microwave your milk, bring it to your room in the dark at 3 a.m. in the morning and come back again to the front desk. What if there is a robber or something? You know what's my contingency plan for security, for that whole security plan for that whole hotel? If one day there is a robber that come, I'm just going to run away. That's my contingency plan. I think that's the best plan. I'm just going to run away. Saya gedenya segini, saudara. Jangan main-main loh. 
Cuma segede gini mau lawan apa? Kayak punya cihuahua jagain rumah. The Robert datang. I hate my job. I never understand why God put me in those situation. I'm a good graduate. GPA juga nggak goblok-goblok banget gitu. Why? Never understand. But I know. From now nih, saya lihat ke belakang. It's funny. You guys are laughing, I know. But let me tell you, when I'm doing it, it's not funny at all. I feel like crying, tau gak lu? Pengen nangis rasanya. Saya pikir, this is, this is ridiculous. Ini saya sekolah ada susah-susah. Kok begini kehidupan saya? I serve God too. I was a, I was a leader at FJF Eugene. So I, I faithfully serve God. I don't deserve this. You know, sometimes I pray like that to God. I say, God, what's, apalagi yang kurang? Aku melayanimu, aku setia, aku ngajarin Bible study. Orang juga kayaknya ngerti saya ngajarin Bible study. Kok kamu hukum saya seperti ini? You know, at least you need to give me. Saya ditepon saudara sama Solomon Smith Barnes. Now they don't they don't uh, exist anymore. But Solomon Smith Barnes used to be the top five financial company, just like Charles Schwab and all those big company. Saya ditepon saudara. Saya udah senang-senang. Saya pikir financial company nggak tahunya nggak kasih H1, harus ngambil license. It's just a waste of my time. I hate my life at that time. I hate where God, it seems like, ini God, where are you? Gitu. Seperti Yusuf, saudara. You know, dari punya dambaan, punya cita-cita yang tinggi, tiba-tiba jatuh, semuanya habis. I pray to God. I say, God, you know what? I want to trust you. Please let me believe you. You know, I, I'm desperate here. I am running out of money. Saya udah gak ada uang. I'm now going on a savings basis. And my dad never give me a lot of savings, you know. So my saving that will not last me for longer than a few months. Saya, saya juga gak mau pulang Indonesia lagi saat itu because it seems that God has called me here to be in, in the United States. But I don't know how yet. At that time, F1 apa, OPT aja saya lagi itu masih struggle. I got a call one day from my favorite company. You guys know what's my favorite company? Starbucks. Makanya saya on fire minum Starbucks. Why? Because that's one of my favorite and first job after graduate. Saya dapat call from the Starbucks coffee company. He said, this is Starbucks co- coffee company corporate office in Seattle. We would like to interview you. Saya dapat kerjaan di sana as a financial analyst. I'm so happy. You know, God can take you from places to places, from glory to glory. Today, maybe you are like Joseph. You, you're like, Lord, maybe you're like me. God, I hate my job. God, I hate where I am. God, I don't want to be in Seattle. God, why you ask me to take, you know, what major? In a music major, I want to be, uh, no, uh, business major. Biasa kan kalau orang Indonesia gitu. Business major, I want to be music major. God, but my father said music become poor. <laughs> ya kan begitu kan? Biasanya orang tua Indonesia kan gitu. Kata, Ngapain lu ngambil musik? Mau jadi pengamen. But I don't like business major. What is this teacher talking about? About return on investment? About is this mathematics stuff? This chart? This financial balance? Blah, 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 blah. I don't like it. I like Doremi. <laughs> Lord, I hate my life. I'm very frustrated with my, my parents. Blah, 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 blah. You have your own blame. I know it. I've been there. But God set the boundaries of your life. The Acts chapter 17, verse 26, it says what? God built mankind and God gave this mankind nations for them to inhabit. So that God will appoint their time and set the boundaries of their life. And then verse 27, it says, So that 
these mankind will seek God and God will be found. Let's all stand. Today,